Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Shall I take your order or do you need a minute? Yes, I'll be ready. Just buying a car on Carvana. What? It's super convenient. I already got pre-qualified in two minutes. All I had to do was answer a few questions. What? That's handy. Yeah. Now I'm customizing my down and monthly payments. What? That's an exquisite deal. And just like that, Carvana's delivering my car in a couple days. What? Oh, yeah. Uh, sorry, I'll have the burrito. Visit Carvana.com to finance your next car. Financing subject to credit approval. Delivery fees may apply. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Now that spring is here, it's time to focus on self-care and revitalize your personal care routine. Now through March 26, head in store, shop for all your favorite personal care essentials, and earn four times rewards points. Shop for items like Crest Toothpaste, Secret Deodorant, Old Spice Deodorant, or Gillette Razors. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome in, everybody. Third hour of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show kicks off right now. Clay's uh, on vacation with the family. He popped in earlier in the show to weigh in on the uh election 2020 jack smith indictment against trump which we've been spending most of the show talking about we have julie uh julie kelly joining us at the bottom of this hour to give her thoughts on how this is going to go and specifically who is this judge who is going to be dealing with this uh with the trump indictment what do we know about the judicial process that j6 prisoners have received, or J6 defendants, I should say, now prisoners, many of them, have received, including from this judge, and uh, give us a sense as to how this is all going to be structured, this ongoing legal ambush of Donald Trump to subvert the 2024 election. I think we have to use that language. This is preemptively denying the American people a level playing field a free and fair and open choice as to who the, whom they want to be the, the president of the united states starting in 2024 they didn't even wait to see if they could beat trump and then come up with some lie as to why it didn't really happen like with russia collusion now they're going early now they're pulling out all the stops before we even see what the people would want because they know that there's a risk here for them uh, they know that Joe Biden is a uh, a feeble president in every sense. And the Democrat promise of unity and prosperity. And these are the get the shot or you lose your job people in this White House. They've been a nightmare. They're a disaster. And uh, there's, I think, a growing recognition of just how absurd it would be for Joe Biden to get four more years in office. Um, I would hope that there's that recognition. But. Uh, absurdity is the water in which the modern Democrat swims. This is how they operate. This is who they are. And let me, let me tell you, it's hard to think of a, a more, a more clear manifestation of this than 
they had this, I think he's a presidential historian. They, they love to find these left-wing historians who then sit there and they say, well, I wrote a biography of, you know, Rutherford B. Hayes, and so now everybody has to listen to my every word about politics in America 2023. Really? Eh, not not sure that's how I feel. Not sure I care. Um, but nonetheless, over at MSNBC, they have to get that audience as frenzied about this indictment as they possibly can. And that brings me to this comparison of January 6th to, you ready for it? 9-11, Osama bin Laden and Pearl Harbor, and Donald Trump is, in this instance, kind of like Osama, a threat to America. Play it. Pearl Harbor, 1941. We were bombed. Our system was very much in danger. Our democracy, many people were giving it up and saying that, you know, the, the democracy had seen its last days. 9-11, 2001. Osama bin Laden, another terrorist, hated our democracy, tried to destroy it. You see where I'm going. What we see in this indictment is that on January 6, 2021, Donald Trump, just like those other threats to American democracy, tried to destroy our system, to take away our rule of law, came very close to doing it, to take away our system of elections, to take away our tradition of peaceful transfer of power to a new elected president. It almost happened. This is somebody on television over at MSNBC with Morning Joe, and Joe's like, yeah, that's right. More hairspray. That's right. Uh, he's telling everybody that, this is Beschloss, that Donald Trump is a threat similar to, in, in the the totality of threats to our democracy, uh, going back over 100 years. He's saying that Donald Trump is in the same line of threat as the Japanese at Pearl Harbor. And remember, the Japanese plan was to knock out the Pacific Fleet and then continue. And and they allied with Nazi Germany and they declared war on us. And, you know, global domination. There were submarines off the coast of California like they were coming for us, folks. It wasn't just, a, you know, we're going to do this thing and then we're all going to no. know. They were trying to be part of the Third Reich's plan of global domination. They became part of it. And fortunately, you know, thank you, United States Armed Forces, um, Japan was unsuccessful in that goal. But wow, Pearl Harbor, really? A couple thousand Americans died in one day in a sneak attack, a day that does live in infamy. And then Osama bin Laden. Now, that's one that I remember. I remember watching in real time as the towers fell. I remember thinking to myself, I have to get into this fight somehow. It is why I joined the CIA. Osama bin Laden and his uh, his circle in Al-Qaeda wanted to get their hands on chemical and biological weapons, wanted to get their hands on a nuclear weapon to destroy an American city. This person is going on television comparing Donald Trump to Osama bin Laden as a threat to this country, and the audience is clapping. And, and the, the hosts are, you know, are just grinning and, oh, yes, look, look at this scholar, just like bin Laden. Bin Laden had his maniacs fly planes into buildings, killed almost 3,000 in a day. And wanted to continue. There were more, I was in the CIA's counterterrorism center. There were all kinds of plots, more planes to take down, more terrorist attacks. A lot of them did happen, but a lot of them were 
uh, defeated in, in advance, wanted to destroy our society by any means possible, would have been happy to kill millions of us if he could have. Bin Laden and, and Zawahiri and the rest would have... And this guy's comparing... And, but then we're going to have over at CNN, Trump is beyond the pale. Look what he said in this Truth Social post. Trump is beyond the pale. They're comparing Trump to Bin Laden. They've compared him to Hitler. They need to get a grip. They are in the grips of mass hysteria. This has now become the great Democrat delusion, this self-propagating myth that Donald Trump is this horrifying threat to the future of the country when about half the country is like, actually did a, did a good job. I mean, some people say he did an amazing job, but people say he did a good job. I voted for him again. And, and I can assure you, I would not vote for, I would not have voted for Bin Laden as president, for heaven's sake. So what's with these crazy comparisons? Because they have to find a way to justify emotionally, psychologically, and politically the extreme nature of what they have done. At some level, there has to be a recognition. They're the ones who have done the crazy, unprecedented things here. Now, multiple times over. Indicting a leading presidential candidate. And also, let's, uh, the fact that he's a former president shouldn't be lost on all of us either in this, or shouldn't be lost in the conversation. We don't do this because what we never want to have is a system. And this, I've been in, I've been deployed to, I've been in countries where this is the case. You lose that election, you're going to prison. You, you defy the regime and run against them in an election, you're going to prison. Once that happens, it's all over, folks, because the, the, the checks and balances, the, the laws that are in place, the existence of the rules that are supposed to give us common principles and common ground to come together, all of that, all of that, just fades away. It turns into might makes right. It turns into whatever we want, we have the power to do, therefore we shall do. Because here's the question, and and like I said, we'll talk to Julie Kelly about some of this coming up in a few minutes. Here's the part of this that I want anyone who is uh, who is skeptical of the gravity of this moment for our legal system, for our political system, and for our country, meaning the prosecution of Trump with this multiple now, multiple indictments. You think they're going to stop at Trump? This is the part of it that I, this is why I keep going back in history to show. This is why I rattle off these names. Bob McDonald, Chris Christie, Scott Walker, Rick Perry, um, I mean, there's others I can't even think of. Ted Stevens, I said before. They criminalize politics. They've been growing in boldness to do this over a number of years. Goes back to the Bush administration. As I said, it really started with the special counsel witch hunt of the leaked name. They knew it was leaked. They know it was an accident. No crime. Oh, but let's just try to get people in the White House locked up for it anyway. Then we'll make movies, horrible movies about this. This It's preposterous. That was, uh, what was that? Special counsel Pat Fitzgerald, right? Look at that guy's record. That's what he does. He goes after, he goes after people. Goes after people for political reasons. So I bring all that up, not just to show you the progression, but now to get to what comes next. They've done this to Trump. Does anyone believe? Go look at some, when, when Ron DeSantis was surging, 
It was months ago, I know, but when he was surging in the polls, when it looked like he may be a real uh, challenge in this primary to Trump, you started to see these articles that say, oh, Ron DeSantis is an even bigger threat than Donald Trump is. Do you think that was going to go away? I mean, if, if let's just say in, in an alternate alternate universe here, you know, DeSantis was at 55 percent right now. Do you think that you think the Democrats would be saying, oh, gosh, you know, we a more a more mainstream politician that we can you know, we can work with this guy. No, they'd be saying, oh, my gosh, you know, he's a he's a white nationalist. He's horrible. He's you know worse, a, a more effective fascist than Trump. They were preparing that. Why does it matter? Because the precedent of going after Trump in this way is going to be used again. Why does it matter? Because when they say on MSNBC that Trump is in the same league as bin Laden as threats to this country, and they're not horribly embarrassed. I mean, you know, Morning Joe and Mika should resign, but, you know, it's not going to happen. They'll never do that. They think they're amazing. Uh if they can say that and not feel so foolish and not feel so humiliated that there's a extreme uh, embarrassment and an apology afterwards, which they think that they did a great job, what makes you think that this is going to end with Trump? And this is why when Trump has said it resonates with so many people, you think they're coming for me, speaking as Trump, but really I'm just standing between them and you. That's true of future Republican presidential contenders. As I've said, and, and I've, I've been ringing the alarm about this, uh, before I teamed up with Clay on my own show, I was ringing the alarm about this for years. They are weaponizing the law for purposes of political power. And I, I can take you through this. Is there a Democrat progression that's similar? No. In fact, what you see is the opposite, which is the, abandonment of the rule of law to help Democrats stay in office or to win elections, whether it's Hillary Clinton or Hunter Biden recently, or I I could sit here, if I gave it five minutes thought, I'd come with all kinds of cases where Democrats, you know, they get away with it. They get away with it. I mean, Bill Clinton got away with it. The Clinton Foundation with Hillary and Bill, they got away with it. So, my friends, this is a very serious moment for the country. And it's just the beginning. I can't say we're going to wake up tomorrow and this nightmare is over. This is just starting. But I, I do think that what this has shown and what everyone can see from it, if they think it through clearly, this is the beginning of a new era of wielding power in this country for a winner-take-all, burn-it-all-to-the-ground-as-long-as-we-are-in-charge approach. And that's what these indictments against Trump represent. And, you know, I, I know the people that are coming out and speaking out against this, uh, some of the legal experts, some we've had on this show. If they thought that Donald Trump had done something egregious and broken the law in doing so, they would say so. But instead, the people that I respect most on the right, who are the most well-versed in constitutional law and just in federal statute, are saying, this is a legal abomination. And that is what we have to remember as we go forward here. And and now we can look at whether we're able to actually win still, which is a big question mark. I know uh, Vivek Ramaswamy is in Nashville, and I believe he is um, holding a press conference as we speak about the 
uh, transgender terrorist manifesto uh, from the Nashville Covenant school shooting. So uh, I agree with Vivek that this should be released. Many of you know I've been saying this from the beginning. I've also said that they will hide this in every way they can. We'll come back to that in a moment. And uh, also we have Julie Kelly with us to uh, get into some of the what comes next after this indictment. That's what I really want to focus on with her. We talk about our friends at Chalk nearly every day here. They're on a mission to help us all realize our full potential. They're all natural supplements do an amazing job of helping us feel energized and balanced. Their male vitality stack is one example. This sets, uh, supp- this set of supplements is formulated to provide stamina and focus to your everyday life. The leading ingredient has been proven in studies to increase diminished testosterone levels by some 20% in just three months time. Their female vitality stack includes all natural ingredients that focus on a healthy hormone balance and relief from stress. There's a lot of goodness that comes from an everyday relationship with chalk. Get set up with them online at chalk.com. That's spelled with a Q. C-H-O-Q.com. You can save 35% off any subscription you choose for the life of that subscription when you use my name, Buck, in your purchase process. That's Chuck, C-H-O-Q.com, and use the name Buck, B-U-C-K, for 35% off. The torch of truth, past and still lit every day. The Clay, Travis, and Buck Sexton Show. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Your tax refund belongs to you, not an identity thief. Over $6 billion in tax refunds were flagged by the IRS for possible identity theft in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. LifeLock monitors and alerts you to identity threats you may miss on your own, even if you're careful with your personal information. And if you do become the victim of tax-related identity fraud, LifeLock has U.S.-based restoration specialists ready to help solve your identity theft issues. Plus, all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package, meaning LifeLock will reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Let LifeLock help you protect your financial information so all you have to worry about is what to do with your tax refund. Go to LifeLock.com news and save up to 25% your first year. That's 25% off at LifeLock.com news. Identity theft protection starts here. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Now that spring is here, it's time to focus on self-care and revitalize your personal care routine. Now through March 26, head in store, shop for all your favorite personal care essentials and earn four times rewards points. Shop for items like Crest toothpaste, secret deodorant, Old Spice deodorant, or Gillette razors. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. So Republican presidential candidate Vivek Ramaswamy is in Nashville today. He has filed a lawsuit against the Department of Justice to, uh, well, he says that they have failed to substantively respond to a FOIA request that he filed in June. Um, that's one part of this. And he is also, the FOIA request has to do with the uh, Biden White House and um, uh, also 
its its communications with Merrick Garland. Basically, did Biden tell Garland, go get Trump? I mean, that's really what the FOIA is about. But also, he's talking about the release of the Nashville terrorist manifesto of that trans shooter. We all remember that horrible day when that story happened. Here is Vivek, uh, play 25. Governor Bill Lee, the governor of this state, pledged to release that manifesto. Yet today, we're sitting here in August with nothing other than stonewalled silence from our government. That is wrong. That does not build public trust. That erodes public trust. I'm here today to make a demand of the governor of Tennessee, to make a demand of the Nashville Police Department, to make a demand of the FBI. Release the manifesto. Speak the truth. Release the manifesto. I've been saying it for months as well. I completely agree with this. And it goes to... The obvious politics of this um, and why it has not been released. Look, I, I'm sure there is likely stuff in there that is beyond horrific. And uh, there are things that might be um, very difficult for people, especially who are close to or affected by that uh, terrorist attack in Nashville uh, or in the Nashville area that would be very difficult for them to hear about read about i understand that but the public has a right to know and what was the ideology of that shooter the ideological disposition because we know that for every other mass shooting and we all understand why they're holding back on this one innovation refunds is the company that is helping tens of thousands of small business owners obtain an irs tax refund as part of the pandemic relief plan called the erc the erc is the employee retention credit if you own a business with more than four employees you could have money waiting to be claimed. Innovation Refunds is dedicated to helping business owners navigate the process with their team of independent tax attorneys. Each of them are experienced in understanding ways that different kinds of companies can claim tax deductions as a result of the pandemic. The ERC has been helpful to both these small business owners and our economy. So far, over $90 billion in ERC tax credits have been provided. Go to innovationrefunds.com to see if you qualify. That's innovationrefunds.com. You could be on your way to receiving money for your business. From charge, they don't get paid unless you get paid. Call 843-REFUNDS. Again, that's 843-REFUNDS. All right, we've got Julie Kelly with us now here on Clay and Buck. She is a phenomenal analyst and writer, and you should uh, check out her Substack. Uh, which, Julie, what is the name of the Substack again? Hey, Buck, it is Declassified with Julie Kelly. There you go. It's an excellent Substack. Highly recommend. So, Julie, okay, yes, we, we've had you on for the You Told Us So a few times. And, yes, you told us not only would Trump be indicted, but that it would be specifically an indictment related to election 2020 and January 6th. Um, were you surprised at all by the charges? I mean, I mean the specific charges, not that there were any. <laughs> right, exactly. No, I wasn't. Um, you know, a three out of the four were uh, mentioned in the January 6th Select Committee report. Uh, I also suspected that obstruction of an official proceeding, that 1512 C2, would be the top charge. It was actually the third charge, not that it matters. That is the most common felony for January 6th. More than 300 defendants slapped with that felony. Um, so I wasn't really surprised, but... I have to admit, Buck, I was really surprised at how just sloppy and juvenile the indictment was. It's basically, for the most part, a cut and paste job 
from the January 6th Select Committee. Um, I mean, I, I think DOJ and Jack Smith should be embarrassed by the document that they filed yesterday. Yeah, to me, I said on Twitter and then today on the show, it, it's like a you know, a monologue you'd expect on MSNBC. I mean, that's it reads like, you know, oh, and then and he didn't even believe the thing he said to his lawyers. Like, how do you know that? And what are you saying? And it, the whole thing just feels like it falls apart with any honest scrutiny. Um, but l- now let's kind of get into, you know, there's there's what's fair and right. And there's what's happening. Right, Julie. And when it comes to this get Trump operation, uh, we can't lose sight of of the latter as in what they're doing to him and how this is going to play out. For example, on the uh, obstruction of official proceeding, they have sent other J6 uh, defendants to real prison terms based on that, as I understand it. Is that right? Oh, they absolutely have. I mean, the most infamous defendant is, of course, Jacob Chansley, the QAnon shaman. And keep in mind, not only prison sentences after a plea agreement or conviction at trial, they have held, these judges have held some defendants in pretrial detention, meaning denying them bail because they were charged with obstruction and a few other misdemeanors. I mean, Jacob Chansley was not charged with assaulting a police officer or vandalizing property directly. We saw him on video walking around in numerous instances with police right nearby. But they denied Jacob Chansley's bail. And finally, after 10 months in based solitary confinement, Jacob Chansley was tormented into pleading guilty for obstruction, then sentenced to 41 months in prison. So that a guilty conviction can land someone anywhere between three and five years in jail, but also be the basis for uh, pretrial detention. And so will Jack Smith ask that? I know you and I have talked about that. I have a column up kind of detailing a major court uh, decision and then recent case law that could justify that. Um, but, you know, I guess we'll find out later today or tomorrow when Trump is arraigned. Um, but, but this is not the only indictment that's coming down in this matter, Buck. There will be superseding indictments. There will. Huh? Last hmm. week. Yeah, absolutely. And I think people should still prepare for a possible seditious conspiracy indictment with Trump and the uh, co-conspirators who were named cited in the indictment yesterday. We're speaking to uh, Julie Kelly, declassified as her substack. Julie, you know, when you just said before, they may get, uh, they, or they may try to get a pretrial detainment of Donald Trump. I think the first instinct that I have and, and everyone else listening has is, that's crazy. And then it might kick in, the thought might come into our minds of, oh, but the judge in this case, is about as anti-Trump as could be, right? I mean, like, like walk us through what we should expect with, because, right, it, it would be up to the judge, and this judge, not a Trump voter, from what it seems, um, not a Trump fan at all. In fact, you'd be hard pressed, with the exception of Beryl Howell, to uh, have a worse judge, worse judge than Tanya Chutkin. I almost fell off my chair when I saw her initials at the top of that indictment. Because I and I tweeted, you probably saw Trump is doomed. Not only did she author the ruling that um, forced Donald Trump to produce all of his records to the January 6th committee, denying him executive privilege. She is the toughest judge when it comes to handing down sentences for January 6ers. In fact, in a few occasions, she has sentenced J6ers to more prison time than what the DOJ has asked for. And I'll tell you what, Buck, I was in her courtroom a few months ago, an empty courtroom, of course, 
um, with a defendant who was convicted of four the four common misdemeanors. He was inside the building for 11 minutes. She spent 15 minutes berating this man over what trespassing at the Capitol. She also berated him for choosing to move forward with the jury trial rather than pleading guilty because that wasted all sorts of resources, apparently. Because most defendants who get her assigned as a judge, they plead out because they know how tough she is. And you could just sense, I was watching her, and you could just sense she was so condescending. You could just feel the contempt that she had for this man who committed no violent crime. Um, and so this is what Donald Trump is up against. And getting getting Tanya Chutkin as a judge was probably worse news than the indictment itself. Wow. Uh, okay, so this then brings me to the next part of this. You know, we, we had Andy on. Uh, Andy McCarthy before, and I was asking about about the the timing here. You know, Clay has thought all along that I that uh, they were going to be able to delay these trials to the election. I keep telling Clay they're not bringing these trials to delay them, my friend. Like this is not going to happen. They're meaning the system won't. Yes, under normal a normal regime, you should be there should be delays and challenges. But if they're going to ram it through, they're going to ram it through. And clearly, they want to do this before the election. So let's just assume. I asked Andy the same thing. He said, "I don't know. I mean, they might try to get this one probably before the election. If if he's got the worst judge he could possibly have, or close to it, I think you said probably number two, um, and a jury pool that is comprised of the most high concentration of anti-Trump uh, individuals, uh, everyday citizens in the country. What happens here? I mean, people keep asking me, can Trump go to prison? Are they really going to try to do that? Well, look, I I sort of agree with Clay, and I, I just told Megyn Kelly this as well. I don't see either one of these cases going to trial before the election. Most importantly, Jack Smith does not want the classified documents case to go to trial. It's a joke. There is nothing there. And they are trying desperately to withhold these alleged classified documents, even from Donald Trump, under these crazy protective orders. And furthermore, they have a very tough judge who has got DOJ's number, Judge Aileen Cannon in Southern Florida, um, and she is not putting up with any bad behavior from DOJ. They don't want that case to go to trial. This would be really hard-pressed, a case of this magnitude, to go to trial that quickly. Um, For example, the Proud Boys trial, the seditious conspiracy, it was almost two years after the defendants were first arrested and charged, and then a year later charged with seditious conspiracy. So it would be really hard, uh, just in a normal circumstance, to put Trump's um, uh, January 6th case to trial before the election. But as I said, Jack Smith is going to continue to supersede indict this original indictment. He's going to add charges. He's going to add co-defendants, which then sets the Speedy Trial Act clock backwards to the very beginning. Um, so I don't think he wants either one to go to trial before uh, the election. He wants death by a thousand cuts because you could see how no matter what kind of new, bad news comes out about the Biden family crime racket or anything of the Democrats, this is going to be a great way for Jack Smith and the DOJ to use this as a ruse uh, to pivot away, deflect attention uh, from from what's happening with the Democrats. So so then what I take from you is you think or your assessment at this point and your assessment was they were going to indict him a whole bunch. So here we are. But your assessment going forward is they're bringing this is effectively the dirtiest political campaign in history, hijacking the DOJ to do it. 
meaning they're not actually likely to lock him up in a cell before the election or even get to that point where they could through a trial. But by bringing all this stuff, they muddy him up and they create this whole Trump is a criminal narrative that they're going to run on. Is that about right? Oh, yes, absolutely. They want the headlines. They want to suck all the oxygen out of the general, but also the Republican primary. You know, this is the top issue. This is a huge issue with Republican voters. So how Donald Trump's Republican uh, opponents uh, respond to this, and we see really tepid responses coming out from just a few of them. I mean, Mike Pence's response was embarrassing. Um, I don't think Ron DeSantis's was any better. So this is going to be a clarifying issue in the Republican primary. And then Jack Smith, who is a creature of DOJ, he spent four and a half years in the DOJ under Barack Obama. He worked for two and a half years at Maine Justice with Lisa Monaco, the deputy attorney general right now. He understands very clearly his marching orders, and he is going to he's going to do whatever he's told or whatever he senses. We saw this yesterday with his pathetic statement. That was, you know, he was nervous. Uh, he was clearly just overly agitated. He used all sorts of hyperbole that had nothing to do with the indictment. As he said, Donald J. Trump, <laughs> he practically spit out his name. So uh, very few people, Americans, are going to view him as a fair arbiter of justice and nothing more than another Democratic political operative disguised as a federal prosecutor. Julie Kelly, everybody. Uh, Declassified is her substack. Go check it out. Julie, we're going to be talking to you. Thanks for being here. Thanks, Buck. Appreciate it. The team of dedicated people working at the Preborn Network of Clinics are accomplishing something very special again this year. They're saving lives. This year alone, they've saved the lives of more than 30,000 unborn children. Thanks to Preborn, 200 unborn children are saved each day. That's what happens when caring, thoughtful people provide support and care to pregnant mothers. They also offer them the chance to meet their unborn child via ultrasound. So often, that experience alone is what convinces a pregnant mother to choose life over abortion. The cost of that ultrasound experience is just $28 per visit. If you have the means to donate $28, you can introduce at-risk babies to their mothers. Once she sees that precious life and hears that heartbeat on ultrasound, the mom is twice as likely to choose life for her preborn baby. Please donate a gift of any amount that will go directly towards saving babies' lives. Use your cell phone, dial pound 250, and say the keyword baby. That's pound 250, say baby. Or go to preborn.com slash buck. That's preborn.com slash B-U-C-K. Sponsored by Preborn. Clay and Buck, 24-7. Subscribe today. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Head in store and shop for all your favorite personal care essentials to earn four times rewards points. Shop for products from Olay, Always, Gillette, Vicks, and Crest. Plus, check out new items like Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Ultra Thick Multi-Surface Cleaner. No more sponges or other cleaning products needed. And Head & Shoulders Bare Soothing Hydration Shampoo, a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for 
for more details. Hello, America. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you don't have Consumer Cellular yet, now is the perfect time to switch and save. For a limited time, new customers can get wireless service for as low as $15 a month for your first year. Yep, the same exact nationwide coverage as the leading carriers for $15 a month for an entire year. What are you waiting for? Call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com and use code RADIO15. See ConsumerCellular.com slash FIRSTYEAR15 for promotional details. Welcome back, my friends. Appreciate you being here. Going to be closing up shop today on Clay and Buck. Uh, just so you know, I'm in solo tomorrow and Friday. Clay on vacation with the family, uh, having a good time with his boys. So he, well, sends his regards. I know you heard from him earlier today, but he'll be out for the next couple of days. Um, and in the meantime, I wanted to get to some of our VIPs. And you might be saying, well, how do I become a VIP? It's very easy. Go to clayandbuck.com. Please sign up. You'll be supporting the show. And if you sign up for a year-long VIP subscription, you'll get a signed copy of Clay's book, American Playbook, which uh, you should all be excited to read. So go check that out. Now we have in our VIP mailbag, um, Mark writes, Gentlemen, the most unbelievable thing Smith said was he wants a speedy trial. Really? There have not been any speedy trials for all the other J6 political prisoners. The only reason Trump gets a speedy trial is become uh, because of the upcoming election. Isn't this more proof of what's going on and that this is nothing more than a political attack? Thanks. Mark, I, I think, yes, I, I and you, you heard Andy McCarthy getting into some of that um, before when we had him on. I, I don't look, I mean, uh, you know. Who knows? I know uh, uh, Julie Kelly and Clay both think that neither of these trials are going to happen before the election. Um, I think that they I think at least one of them will happen before the election, uh, because think about this. If Trump ends up winning, this is all it's all for naught. Right. And then you're going to have a Trump who is facing imprisonment. They're going to uh, people say that they'll just drop the charges. I, I think he'll probably. Well, I don't know. I have to look at this. Will he actually? The charges will be dropped, but will he pardon himself as well? Just so that depends on what the statute of limitations and all that might be. Anyway, I think they're going to do one of the trials beforehand. Um, I know how it normally works. That's not how it's going to work this time, in my mind, at least. I could be wrong. Uh, but yeah, the other J6 prisoners, they were in a situation where they were held in solitary confinement in special uh in you know especially bad conditions because they were going to have another insurrection that's what we were told it's all lies uh but yeah i am definitely uh definitely concerned about that and also i think the way that this has gone down shows everybody what is really happening here uh what the politics are so yes now a speedy trial only for trump because they want to get it done before the election Doug writes, the persecution of Donald Trump will definitely be before me. That's why I'll be voting for him as a side, though. Why not get the SCOTUS involved now in the constitutional validity of some of these made-up charges? Well, Doug, the process will will have to play out on this, and that would be uh, they'll have to appeal it. And depends. There's multiple cases, right? So let's just take the D.C. case. Uh, they could. I don't think the judge is going to dismiss the charges. I don't think anyone believes that. Not this judge. Uh, so there'll be a an appeal, um, and you know the Supreme Court could try to fast track it, but I don't think it's I don't think that's going to happen. 
Um, I could be wrong. Let me see. We have Mark says, gentlemen, you've got O'Reilly. The last one was, oh, no, Mark was the first. We got another Mark. Gentlemen, you've got O'Reilly, Victor David Hansen, and a host of others, including me, who believe there's no way Biden will be the Democrat nominee in 2024. Additionally, Jonathan Turley just said it looks like Biden is involved in one of the greatest corruption scandals in the history of Washington. Um, uh, he says, mark my words and mark the words of others more learned than me. Look, Clay thinks it's not going to be Biden. I think it is going to be Biden. So we'll see. Now, the only thing that is, uh, there's a third way here, which is if Biden's health were to truly fail entirely, that, that changes things, right? Um, there's a reason we have a vice president. We all understand what, what that is, right? So that's at Biden's age, that could happen. But if we're talking about political strategy, I firmly believe still it's going to be Joe Biden. Because as I've said all along, all the charges against Trump, this drowns out, and as far as the Democrats are concerned, this drowns out the Biden corruption network. And you can say, well, that's crazy. Yeah, but they're Democrats. They don't care. And then it just turns into the threat to our democracy of Donald Trump in 2024. They, they want the rematch. If they didn't want the rematch, they would have put forward another candidate, my friends, right? That's I don't know how else to say it. They, they could have done something else, but they want it to be Biden v. Trump because they think they've got a plan for this. But I know they thought they had Hillary thought she had a plan. Hello. In 2016, Hillary thought that she was going to be able to pull it off with all the Democrat help, with all the machinery, and it didn't happen. So really, this turns into and by the way, that election was close. The 2020 election was even closer. So it's going to be a close election. What we're left with is, despite all the legal challenges and all the craziness and all the underhanded political behavior of the left in this, does Trump get a repeat of the 2020, uh, the 2016 miracle instead of 2020? We will see. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Head in store and shop for all your favorite personal care essentials to earn four times rewards points. Shop for products from Olay, Always, Gillette, Vicks, and Crest. Plus, check out new items like Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Ultra Thick Multi-Surface Cleaner. No more sponges or other cleaning products needed. And Head and Shoulders Bare Soothing Hydration Shampoo, a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details an official message from medicare a new law is helping me save more money on prescription drug costs maybe you can save too with medicare's extra help program my premium is zero and my out-of-pocket costs are low who should apply single people making less than twenty-three thousand dollars a year or married couples who make less than thirty-one thousand dollars a year even if you don't think you qualify it pays to find out go to ssa.gov extra help Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Hear fascinating animal stories to explore wildlife across the globe in Season 3 of Amazing Wildlife. Starting March 15th, listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.